Welcome to the Tap Love Tour podcast. I'm your host, Travis Knights. Before we get started, if you enjoy what you hear, go down to iTunes and give us a positive rating. Everything is very much appreciated. Now, this podcast is part two to our interview with Ethel Bruno. If you haven't heard the first part, it's stellar. Uh, she tells uh, she tells us the story of how she got into show business as Miss Swing, her upbringing with her teacher Mary Bruce. It's it's kind of it's kind of epic. <laughs> Go back to episode six to check that out. In this episode, she talks about her teaching experience and her philosophy in regards to teaching and tap dance. You know, this episode got me thinking about identity. Actually, I've been thinking about identity this entire week. Uh, there are a couple of reasons for that, but, uh, you know, I've, I've struggled with the concept of identity. I, I've always, not always, but for a long while thought it was, it was limiting. I felt resentment whenever I felt limited by my being, uh, Put in a box. Do not put Travis Knights in the box. If you look at me and see black male tap dancer, somewhat handsome and charming, uh, you're missing the point. And that's always bothered me. Um, but when it comes to Ethel Bruno and when I when I hear her speak and when I hear her philosophy, all of a sudden I'm looking at identity in a completely different way. Because Ethel Bruno is very much a part of my identity. I identify as a student of the great Ethel Bruno. And I'm proud of that. She's phenomenal. One of the baddest women I've ever met in my life. And I hope you enjoy this podcast. How do you teach the fundamentals of tap dance? Well, the way I teach is what Mary Bruce taught me. First of all, you learn. How do you learn? A, when you go to nursery school, you go to kindergarten. Well, I taught nursery school too. So, if I used to get my kids in a circle every morning. We do our little things and then get in a circle. And now we're going to learn the letter A today. So I'd sit in a circle and go, just like on Sesame Street, the letter A. What do you think A looks like? So some little kids got their hands. Going. So then we go, okay, let's go from the right. We go up. We go down. Zip. Up. Down. Zip. You know, so after a while, that's what they're, 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 that's in their imagination. That's what they're seeing in their imagination. So that's the way I figured that I sat with Kim one day and I said to Kim, you know what? We need to make, because we've been to com conferences and we've been to New York. We were members of PTA, PT. PTA. We were also members of Dance Masters of Dance Masters of America. Yeah, Dance Masters of America. You know, they still call me. Ask me if I want to still. Oh, you going to join back? Been out of this so long, but they still have it. Dance Educators of America. We were members of all those things. So we went to uh, workshops where they. Al Gilbert was teaching little kids programs, Helen Flanagan. So, you know, you learn, you know, even though you know, you still learn. So then I said to Kim, you know what, Kim? We got to make it. I'm going to do it just like Mary Bruce taught it. People don't know where their toes are. So if you say right toe, left toe, right toe, left, or left toe, right toe, whichever, they're going to know that one toe 
right, left, right, left. And the same thing would go for the heels. So then I devised, well, if they do 16 toes, then they're going to go to, and I kept it all on the right foot because little children, it's easier for them than switching all the time, you know? So I said, well, you know, now we're going to do, you're, does everybody have their toes? Oh, you know, you can make, you know, your teacher, yay! Oh, you're so good. You got your toes. You know, and then when I saw the whole class had the toes, then I said, now what do you think's going to come next? And they look at me and they go, I don't know. I said, well, what, what's in the back there? You got your toes. Now what else do you have? They said, oh, your heel. Now, yeah. So now we're going to do the same thing with you. Lift the heel up and drop it down. Heel, heel, heel. You're going to move. So when they had that, I said, 16 toes and 16 heels. Everybody got that? Let's go over it again. There's a repetition that makes you a tap dancer. Go over that. Now, and then when they do the heel, it'll give you 16 counts. And then I would do the whole class, and then I would go, Tanya, let me see it. Travis, let me see it. I would go one by one. I don't care who's in there. How many? One by one. Okay. Sit down when you have it. Go till you got the whole class. And you know, after you've done that one by one, everybody together. So you know you have that, that group that they know their toes and their heels. And they know how to count. And also, I make them bring a notebook and write it down. I stop the class like five minutes before the end, all right, everybody get your notebooks. Let's sit on the floor. Let's, what did we learn today in here? I do that to the adults. Because they come back and they don't know nothing. They don't even remember what you said. So, like, I have three ladies now and they're really, they're doing really good. Like, they, like, they got through the shim shim. They got their whole shim shim routine down with choreography. I like, once they know it's straight, I make them turn right, turn left, maxi forwards, turning right, maxi forwards, so that they're not just standing in the mirror. I want to really see, did they absorb the steps and they know it and they know the name of it. Like, I had this one lady, Carol, she will always say to me, well, I said, we don't have to go across the floor. And I go, yes, we do. <laughs> she goes, oh, can't we? I go, no. Let me hear your dumplings. And then, and then I say, oh, you're not picking up your feet. When you do that in a routine, it's going to show, you know? So that, and I make everybody go across the floor. You know, you start your warm-up in the middle, but then once they get, I make and go, of course, even, you know, like, even the band's boys, the boys, they're really good. When you see them doing Fred Astaire, they're really good. They have that top hat and tail. But I set them all down one by one. Show me that whole routine. Coming in, hold, and going out. With the bow and everything and going out. So what you're describing, it sounds like, you know, when, when you say, I sit them all, they, they do one by one, it requires two things uh, as a student. Patience, which a lot of kids do not have. No. So if you do not have patience, you're going to learn discipline. So I want to I know your perspective on discipline. And how well, my you perspective on discipline is that, number one, 
I I give I like to have fun. I'll I'll let the kid the boys because I got a lot of boys. I got seven boys and one girl. You know, so when the boys come in there, you know they're like it's the, now they're like seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I think the oldest is twelve. And they come in, and they're full of rambunctious and everything. And I let them run for a while. I let them. And then when I go, Ethel's here. Okay, let's get ready. Start stretching. I make them do like jumping jacks, 16 jumping jacks. I make them do bounces on the floor. Rotate the ankles. Rotate. Okay, now, all right. Let's go to the start at the corner. Coming across. It's with the doubles now that they can, now that, you want some, you want some, oh, no. now, now that they can tap dance, now I'm going to teach you how to use your body. You know, like, instead of going across, no. give me style, let me see those shoulders, work those shoulders, triples, let me see from the hips, triples, so they're getting the hole from the, from the feet, they're moving up the body. Maxi four, Bobby D, da, da, da. Once they can dance, like Tasha came in, she was shocked. She was like, wow. You know, Tasha, she started getting da, 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 The paddle step, D, two, three, four, and paddle and the paddle and the turn and the turn. And she said, get those arms up. This was part of happy. And they did happen. She walked in there, and she gave them the routine. She gave them, she went over the first step, and she's really good. She went over the first step. She showed them what right heel, right, left, right. And I sat there watching, and they got it. And she didn't have to say, get your arms out. They already knew that. It was right, left. And arms out, arms out, arms out, arms out, you know? And then she gave me a bop, 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 So they, because they know their elements, they were able to pick it up. I want to see your style. Like, you know, I, I like the other night I was looking at um, Honey and Charlie uh, class act. Those men, they just said, zap, the hands. You, you don't want to take your eyes off them because you look at the stepbrothers. They're, 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 they're men, but they're dancing like men. But they're strong. They're not sloppy. You know, if you, they're not like, not able to not know your upper body. But everybody wants to be like Savior. And everybody, is dancing the same thing. And the masters didn't do that. The masters didn't dance. Everybody had their own style. You you knew Bunny Briggs for Bunny Briggs. You knew Chuck Green for Chuck Green. You knew Jimmy Slide because you knew when you got to the party, I can't wait to see him slide across that stage. Or I can't wait to see Bunny give me those paddling rolls and the arms going straight up in the arms, looking up, and that machine gun rhythm in his feet, you know, and, and you see Chuck just standing up straight dancing and saying, you know, you can't do all you want to do, you gotta, you know, gotta have it, you know, so everybody, and then you see the Nicholas brothers, their, their parents, 
drilled them on those logs. Mary Bruce drilled them on their own. That, that's why you see, everybody, they know who the Nicholas brothers are, not because they say, oh, wow. You know? So it's, you got to get, I don't know, a, a style that makes people stand out and look at you. So everybody should have a, a style. Men should have a strong style. You know, you don't have to be like the ladies. And the ladies could have, I had a strong, like, a strong style, but I always kept, I know I'm a lady, so I'm not out there going, yeah, 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 you know, no, you know, you watch Eleanor Paul, watch Ruby Keeler, watch Ann Miller, you know, watch these ladies, they give you the sex appeal in what they do, and they're laying down the rhythm, and they're still giving it to you. What are you selling? You gotta sell yourself. You gotta show who you are. You have to show that you know, that you have uh, style and class. That's what, and when I see Honey and Charlie, I said, that's a class act. It's these two guys, the Nicholas brothers, step brothers, Peaches and them, all of them had class because they were all different. They weren't all coming and saying, oh, well, let me do Bill Robinson. Bill Robinson was Bill Robinson. And this is what I find, that if you're going to tap, you know, at least sell it, you know. Let, make people want to do what you're doing, you know. If you're not going to want to make people doing what you're doing, well, you know. They, you know, i tell you something that out of all the guys that were there at the top, I like Thomas. You know why I like Thomas? Because Thomas made you feel, wow. He made you feel like Ray Bolger. He made you feel like Donald O'Connell. You know, he... And it's, he's not jumping all over the place, but he has a style to it. But I can sit there and look at Thomas all the time. I miss Thomas. Because <laughs> he's just, you know, and he's not up in your face, because he's just... There's peace. Yeah, peace. You look at him, you're sitting there going, oh, God, I wish I could do that. I want to get up there and dance. Mm -hmm. oh, my. So, he's dancing uh, all over Spain. Oh, nice. Nice. We, uh, we, we have a lot to go on, uh, and I just have a couple more questions, and, and, and they're very selfish, okay? Um, do, you, do you have advice for uh, dancer? Uh, yeah, I suppose, uh, do you have advice for dancers who are pursuing their career in dance, um, in terms of how to lead a balanced life, so that they can, so that they can have longevity in their mm -hmm. careers. Well, I just go by myself. You know, I'm a mother. I got married. I had two kids. I was in the business. I get. I decided I want to be. Well, I, I when I went back to McGill, I was. I had a good job. They gave me a good job at McGill as a head nursery school teacher. I knew I wanted to do that. I. I, but I love dancing. I just really love dancing. And I came home. I like this. I had plans. I took care of my husband. I took care of my kids. But I stuck with my dancing. And I love to dance. So I said, okay, on this day and this day is my dance days. Now, sometimes I had to bring my kids with me. So I put a playpen in the corner, 
And I remember JP used to rock that cripple to teach And Mrs. Rainey, she would get all up, you know. And Susie starts, I started taking her to, to, with me when she was like two years old, you know. So I, I balance, I, I, I put my, I got my kids come first. So I, I balance my kids with my dancing. And I took, and when, it's, when I'm in dancing, I'm in dancing. And when I'm home, I'm home. Uh, so I didn't, I wasn't all mixed up, oh gee, I got no, no. I, I, I was like, and, you know, like, I don't know, I, I just was like, sat down in Dorian all day, teaching the classes. I bring Susie with me, uh, because he was smaller. Sometimes I bring him, sometimes I, I have a good baby, so I make sure I had a good baby, so take care of him, you know, because Red was always working. But I seem to balance it all off good, like, you know, uh, and when you, you two are doing both what you do, it's easier because she knows what you do and you know what she does. That's what makes it like Red, he was a waiter. I'm in the business too. So sometimes I, he would come and he would go to work and like, she had to leave at seven, you know, I, I have to, leave to do shows. I have to leave around nine, but, I was the babysitter would come in, she'd take care of the kids. But usually um, I'm there for him when he comes home. We always ate together. We always made the time for to eat together. The only time we didn't really eat together was like Saturdays, because Saturday was my long day at the studios and everything. And, you know, and then he went to work and that, that was it. But I always learned to balance myself where there wasn't no conflict or nothing like that. He, he, he loved what I was doing and I loved what he was doing. So that's what made us be, stay married all those years. Just because he said, I tell him, he was good with me. He said, I come to the school, I help you. I, when I'm off, I'm going to come and help you. Uh, you know, so you, yeah, it's about, it's, a, it's like no sharing stuff together, you know, and, and also, don't forget to make dates with yourselves. You know, like me and Red, we used to make dates. We used to go and uh, she'd say to me, uh, we're going to go out to a movie. You know, classes always on Saturdays when I was down to, he said, I'll meet you around 6 o'clock. We'll go to the movies, we'll go out for dinner. And then sometime, it was Paul, he was. He said, Ethel, how about if we drive down to Vermont, a quick drive down to Vermont overnight, come back. You, you have to make dates, you know, because you know, you, when you're busy, you come, you know, especially when you have kids, you, you got to make a date, you know, so that you have that time together, you know. So that's what kept me going all those years, because we'd make a date, and it was, and it was, I don't know, we were like casual. We were like, I don't know, we were just casual. We just, you say, sweet, how would you like? Where would you like to go for dinner? I, I don't know. I sometimes I wonder how I floated by so easily, but it was because. We always had fun together. So you gotta always remember to have fun together. Because when you have fun together, that that's that's a big part of it, you know. Having fun together, and, and you both like the same thing. You're both doing the same thing, you know. So that that's what I see. I, I you know I, I and don't get hung up about money. You got it, you have it. When you don't got it, you don't got it. You make do with what you have. So um, you know, both Tanya and I tap dance. Both Tanya and I are getting married.
both Tanya and I went to Tapestry Dance Company, had a lot of opportunities because of Tap Dance, because mm-hmm. of you. And I want, like, and, and I'm, uh, you know, this, this dance has been such an important part of my life, and it has, it's, it, like, the, the impact that you've had is um, um, un, un, unquantifiable. Because it's it's still it's still happening. Those yeah. ripples, yeah. the ripples of that first class of of you, of you <laughs> physically showing me a, a toe tap is is. is and can you be in the classroom? <laughs> you know what I love? Tan, Tanya tells me this, this story that that she used to be at the front of the class, you know, demonstrating whatnot. Yeah. You would constantly point to Tanya to demonstrate the step, you know, blah, blah. and then you merge the class towards the yeah, end of the yeah. year to show. To, yeah, uh, I remember this. It was we were learning dancing to Delirious. And there oh, was this yeah. tricky step in it, and you used to always say, follow Tana! <laughs> and then at the, the day before the show, we were in the room, and you go, follow Travis! I stopped! So, I guess, well, first of all, thank you. And oh, thank yeah. you doesn't even begin, but oh. you know, you gotta stop you know what, somewhere. You know what, Travis? You and Tanya are like, I told, what did I tell him on Sunday? You're all my grandchildren. Mm-hmm. You're all... You know, and I said, you're my disciples. I said, you know, I said, I have all my Because he asked me, he asked me, so I thought, do you think this tap dancing, the way you teach it, will carry on? And I said, well, I hope so. But I said, you know what? I have all my disciples. And I, I you know what? I, I come from the holy and sanctified church. I mean, not that I was really holy and sanctified. My parents or my mother was. <clears throat> and... I always remember the, the the main the head preacher, Mother Horn, and uh, she every Sunday when I went to church on the pulpit there was maybe twelve ministers sitting up there, you know, and her and uh, she was like I would call her the fire and brimstone preacher the whole time, fire and she would and all these other ministers were her disciples because they would go around to different places and see so that's what I told them on Sunday I said well I think you know if, that I've given everybody the Bible in their feet and they're the disciples they're 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 out there you know passing it down you're giving you're giving it she's giving it Anna's giving it Justin doing what he's Everybody is basically so it will carry on some kind of way, and that's what I told him. I said, you know, and I said, they, these are the disciples out here to carry on what you give them. Like Mary Bush said, that was long after, and it's true. Long after I'm gone, tap dance is an oral tradition, and I feel so proud to pass on the teachings of Ethel Bruno, the teachings of Mary Bruce the teachings of tap dance itself. Tune in next week when we come back with a very special guest, the artistic director of Tapestry Dance Company, Asia Gray. <laughs>